Hello and welcome to the Multiply Media Podcast. My name's Dan. And I'm Tristan. This is our second episode. We are so glad to be back with you guys. Uh, the first first one seems to be doing pretty well, Tristan. Yeah, Reports are coming in positively. Um, now, uh, we, uh, we love more views. Obviously, that's always a good thing. But uh, all in all, people are saying they enjoyed it. It's good. Uh, let us know in the comments down below, though. Would you rather if we... And this is a thought I'm thinking about, Tristan. Um, split the podcast itself up, and we put it into like conversations, and then we put the whole audio version so if people want to listen the whole way through. They can listen to it the whole way through, or on video segment you watch it in like five to, I mean maximum mm-hmm. twenty minute segments. You can put it on like a playlist too, mm-hmm. so you can watch them all if you wanted to. Watch it through, but split it up a little bit. That's what I'm thinking right now. So comment down below if that's something you would be interested in your uh, digestion of the podcast. Right. So I think it's cool. There's another podcast that's pretty popular on um, YouTube. It does it. It's uh, the H3H3 people, uh, Ethan, Ela. I can't remember the last name, but uh, they do a podcast and they actually live stream it on Twitch and they put out audio versions and then on YouTube they split it up. So it makes it a little more bite-sized edible because sitting yeah. down for an hour is not always the easiest. Yeah. There are a lot of like two-hour podcasts too that I listen to. <gasps> But you listen to them in segments primarily, it seems like. Okay. You put them up and then you, like, while you're driving, enjoy listening to them. Right. That's pretty much me. Right? Yeah. That's the only time I listen to. Or while I'm in the office working and I want to put something in the background, I'll listen to them and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, Tristan, it's been, it's been, a, it's been a busy week. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I mean, we had youth last night. We're filming this on Thursday. I think it, it'll come out on Monday, but we filmed it on Thursday. So, FYI, this is pre-recorded, uh, if you didn't know that. But, um... The yeah, so red light in the bottom red corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we've uh, we've been pretty we've been pretty busy though. We've got Young Christians Weekend coming up this weekend. Yep. And by the time we come back, guys, that this goes up, we will be home with. So do not come to our house. Probably, <laughs> probably hypothermia. No, it or, is supposed to be chilly. It's um, be chilly. I forget what it's, the band lineup is. I I know for King Country. I forget everybody else though. J- Josh Wilson, I think, and uh, oh, who's that other? It's a blonde chick. It's a girl. I just, that's the only problem. I can't remember who she is. I'm so sorry if she's watching this. Um, if you're watching this, hi, come on my podcast. I'll talk to you. Like, <laughs> I'll buy another mic just for you. Yeah, we'll know your name then. And I figured out, yeah, and we will know your name. Um, bon Ray is one of the bands. Okay. This looks like a, a bunch of very interesting people. Uh, Sarah Reeves. That's who, that's who it is. And then Forky and Country, and then Josh Wilson. Okay. Bottom right, I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard. They're probably tomorrow night, if I had to guess. Probably. And then for King and Country, probably headlining Saturday night. So, yeah, Bond Ray's tomorrow night. Actually, it says here, uh, Sarah Reeves is on Saturday. And then so is for King Country. And then Josh Wilson's the worship man for, uh, for on Sunday. Cool. So I haven't been to Young Christians Weekend in two or three years. It's been two years for me. Yep. It's good. I mean, I always enjoy it. There's the new ride, the Time Traveler, which we will all probably throw up on. Oh, I hope not. Dude, I don't know. I hope no one... It, see, the problem is, I won't throw up, and it, like I never throw up on roller coasters. I haven't either. But if somebody else throws up, and it ends up on me, I'm going to throw up. It's just going to happen. I just have the sinking suspicion. I mean, like, I've never thrown up on a ride, but you get on some of those, like, uh, like the top ones at the carnival, and you start, you think it's really fun at first, you're spinning, like, this is a good time, oh, everybody else is getting sick, and all of a sudden it hits you, you're like, uh-oh, what have I done? You know what I, mean? <laughs> I feel like that's what this is going to be. Like, I, I feel like, well, link in the description down below, you have to watch this ride, because if you don't know about it, it's like... A steep, dark, I mean, it's a steep ride that you go up and down this current, but while you're doing that, you are spinning also. I mean, I just, I'm excited, terrified, and a little bit queasy already. Right. So. I have a video of Ethan in teacups from two years ago. Uh-huh. Where he's literally screaming, suck to the side of the teacup, because we're going so fast. <laughs> I See, the... Uh, I guess I I can handle a lot, and then there's just that moment where I'm like, I gotta bow out now. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. This I'm is out. normally, luckily, normally I'm the guy doing the spinning, and then also I'm like, okay, grab it, stop, slow down, <laughs> slow down. <laughs> like all the skin comes off your hands. Yep, yep, basically. Dude, today I uh, okay, so I've been trying to eat healthy, but it was Easter, and I needed some sweets, <laughs> so I bought a carrot cake. From uh, Price Cutters. Carrot cake. It's, just it's got it's carrots, carrots in it. It's, it's got it's carrots. It's a vegetable, pretty much. Somewhere in there are some carrots. Yeah, so I got this carrot cake, and it, it was a good carrot cake. <laughs> Partially, it's my mom's fault. Mom, if you're watching this, it's your fault. She told me my sister made carrot cake. And my sister makes homemade from scratch, moist cream cheese icing with the everything from scratch. The icing. Well, she doesn't do all. I don't think she does walnuts. I don't think so. But maybe I can't remember honestly. Okay. 
but it is so cotton picking good that I was like, I was like sitting there on Sunday and I went and got some shop, we did some shopping and on the way back, we were at Walmart and their carrot cake was not, it was not enough. <laughs> I was looking at it and going, this sir will not work for me. And so June and I drove home from Walmart and went to Price Cutters. And I, I, I walked around for like 20 minutes looking at all the cakes, trying to figure out which one I wanted. And then there was a single layer and a double layer. But the double layer, double the cake, was only $3 more. Wow, you can't, you're losing money not buying that. That's what I told Judah, so we bought it. But today, I go to, I've been eating it, and it was down to one last piece. I was like, okay, good. I'm going to get this out of my life. You know, I'm a little sad, but I was ready to have it out. And I go to open it. No joke, it like drew blood on me. The ca- I went to pull the package off. It was like that, where I just like went around the edges of it to pop it up. You know, the, and it uh-huh. goes, also, I'm like, I felt this burning <laughs> sensation. I look at my hand, and I'm oozing blood. I'm like, this is, I guess, a character. Cake fights back. Maybe I should sue price cutters, you know, because they like, you know, they cause me damage to my soul. Uh, you know the the really sad thing. You might actually win. Oh, in court, I probably be, would. Oh, they'd have to revamp their whole cake packaging line. Mm-hmm. It'd be your fault too. They'd have to put special gloves in the thing or something like that, or use your spoon chain, as chain you meal. slide around. Chain meal. Mm-hmm. There chain we go. Meal to open it. They'll double, it'll triple <laughs> the price of a uh, of a single. No, I won't do that. That's uh, but I, uh, I I the carrot cake was delicious though. It was a good carrot cake. Hey, Cream cheese icing, right? And everything. Mm. Oh, yeah. I almost got red velvet too, though. Because red velvet's just chocolate cake, but that icing, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, it's, it's chocolate cake with red icing. If you don't know that, I'm sorry I bursted your bubble, but it is. Mm-hmm. But oh, I am. A, I was like, I was really debating between the two, and I just could not settle on it. But we'll see. Yeah. But I'm really excited for Young Christians Week. I think it's going to be a fun weekend out with the with the group. We haven't done a, like a weekend trip with the youth group. Now we had our, our guys retreat, which was great, uh, but that was a small group. Right. But this is our first like big youth group trip since. I mean, was it Dare to Share in St. Louis around this time last year? Oh yeah, probably. I don't think we've done anything overnight. You know, really with the whole group. No. Mm-hmm. We had we had LTC, but that was just with the LTC lead the cause. By the way, so. great great uh, great camp by Dare to Share. Um, that's really intensive. I, I definitely suggest it. But yeah. Oh, Tristan, I forgot to do our ad read. Oh yeah. <sighs> Just to let you know, this podcast is brought to you by the great folks over at Multiply Media Merch. If you go to you go to teespring.com slash store slash multiply media shop, you can find all our great merchandise there. It is it is filled with awesome tees. Once again, I forgot to wear it, but I have this cool graphic that should be like right here right now that looks really dope. It can't be on my side. It's pretty big. It covers both oh, sides. It covers both no, sides. yeah, it's okay. like it goes the length of us. Okay, and it good. has like you're you're born to multiply, and I'm I'm dare to be a Paul. Okay, I'm good. And with so that. yeah, like it's like two shirts on each side. It looks pretty good. It yeah. looks pretty good. I like it. So uh, yeah, so please check out the Multiply Media Merch Shop. We've dropped all our prices now by five dollars per shirt to make it more accessible uh, to get more of our awesome merch out there. We're not making much off it, but every dollar does go to help us be better, greater. Um, Tristan and I were just talking about today how we want to revamp and do more. More to make this podcast better and better, more than just this table I found in our youth building and a wall we built for Dare to Share Live, and you know to really do it right. right. So uh, we're pretty excited. So if you want to see live streaming, better angles, better cameras, better microphones, more people, that is the best way you can support us uh, outside of our Patreon or, or just watching our videos. So yeah, and there'll so be a, a link for that because in the description down below, so. it was. It was an ad read. You know how they go like, and all rates will apply. Don't do that. And you might die. Okay. Uh, <laughs> buy 25 of those of our products. Yeah, that's pretty much how it goes. Um, you know, it's not, you know, I try to get through it. But yeah. Um, but I, you know, I, I, going back to what we were talking about before, I think I'm so excited for Young Christians Weekend because I actually get to ride the rides. And now let me explain that because... Judah does not like anything besides Thunderation and the Kitty rides at Silver Dollar City. No fire in the hole? Oh, maybe fire in the hole, but you know. It's just like a weak Thunderation inside. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's true. She will do fire in the hole too. It's just, okay. it's just like fire in the hole is a little bit underwhelming in my opinion. It's classic. You have to ride you it. You have to. It's just. But it's Silver like, City. if you don't know, Silver City has this ride, fire in the hole, which used to terrify me as a kid because of the guys that look like Ku Klux Klan, mm-hmm. which was also one of my irrational Ball fears. Nubbers. Yep. And that was one of my irrational fears as a child was a Ku Klux Klan. It's my grandma's fault. My mom's mom, I used to go over to her house every Friday night, and she uh, she was talking one day, and there was a video on of the KKK burning down a house. And I'm sitting there watching it, and I go, who are those people? My grandma goes, oh, that's the KKK. They hate everybody, Christians, whites, blacks, Catholics. And I'm like, oh, I'm a lot of those things. <laughs> I'm Christian. 
Um, and so I literally had a fear one time when I was in my kids' camp as a little kid. Now I, I've lost this irrational fear. So, but um, but I was at a kids' camp and I just had this vision. I woke not a vision, but I woke up and like and like was sitting there trying to sleep. And I just took all I could think about was like flaming torches of the KKK coming down to burn down our cabins. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So as a kid, I did not like the fire in the hole. Another random story. So that if, much. if we mix your two fears of the two videos, we, if you oh. get a tornado. That is also a KKK hey, member. <laughs> Woo! You're, you're building on some fears here. The internet's right. going to like tear you down. Now, granted, these, like I said, these are not fears anymore. They were just when I was younger. Okay. But, you know, don't try too much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited because, like, I, I show, I, if I want to ride the rides with Judah, we had seen the past several years in a row, but I would just have to, like, I wouldn't get to ride them that much because, you know, it's like, wait, riding by yourself is not as fun. No, and then you're like your wife's sitting out there mm-hmm. waiting on you, and you go off, you know, by the, on the little thing, and she's like, "Hi," and you're like, "Hi." Two minutes later, you get off the ride. It's and yeah, well, and like there was the uh, Outlaw Run, which is another really good roller coaster there, um, but it's like an hour and a half wait any time of the year to ride it. Right. And so it's like, I'll see you in an hour and a half. Enjoy sitting on the bench. Well, she could just stand with you in line, walk through, yeah, and then wait for you to get off. She could do that, I but, suppose. But that would be, you know, yeah, hard to ask. It's like, can you wait in the, uh, a line for? Well, it's an better hour than waiting on a bench by yourself by an hour. That's and a half. true. I guess then she can look at her phone. I don't know. Yep, just text away, take pictures of weird people. Me, I don't know. But anyways, so I'm excited to be able to actually ride rides this time and just enjoy the in total experience. I'm just hoping it's not negative fifty degrees. Well, you know, it, it's not going to be super cold, but snow in mm-hmm. April. You know, it's Missouri. It does what Dude, it wants. Uh, where my folks are from and Judas folks live, they they got five inches on Easter morning. Five inches, April first. I mean, it's like ha, April Fools, except it's real. Um, and it's just like they. Uh, the, I was just like, I don't even want to think about that. Five inches? That's not. That's no. We don't get five inches down here ever. We live four hours away from there. It's not like we're that far. Yeah, I know. We used to get big snows here. Really? But just not here lately. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, you know that global warming. We'll keep taking it. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> More like grand solar minimum. That's the new thing right now. Is that what it is? Yeah. It's I like know, the I sun's don't... not putting off as much heat, so we're all going to you know, die in a cold Slow. and dismal winter landscape. But it gets, I don't know about that. It still gets pretty hot. It's going to get pretty hot, yeah. Yeah. So I don't... When summer rolls around, it's like, psych! Yeah. The, 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 the earth goes through natural cycles. I mean, you look back, I mean, it's stuff, it's, it, I don't know. It's, I don't think it's as big as people say. I don't think we should be polluting as much as we do. No, Pollution's bad. I mean, don't be a litter bug is the 11th commandment. So um, that was the guy, my camp, my camp counselor's uh, rule when, we were at, uh, when I was at kids camp as a kid. But I get it. I get, I understand like uh, the, the reality that like, okay, cars do produce a lot of bad gases that, you know, I mean, if you get alone with them in a, in a room without a ventilation, you're going to die. I mean, that's just a reality of what they do. Uh, but I don't think everything is this boogeyman that is that. I mean, I think it's definitely a part, but also the earth just naturally does certain things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Do you agree? Disagree? Yeah. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do we want to do a whole segment of the I mean, sure, why not? I mean, I, now I'm interested in what you have to say. <laughs> you've, you've, you've drawn I, me in. I, uh, this is a really random topic. Um, I don't know. I've, I've always looked at it for the aspect of, I mean, we, we're not, there's no hole in the ozone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no, the CFCs or whatever that's like, it's more of an, I don't even know how to really word this. You really blindsided me with this. That's what I'm here for, buddy. I know, right? Gotcha, journalism. (laughs) Smack. Um, Was not prepared for that question at all. But (laughs) I I don't think we're going to cause another ice age by having too many vehicles. Yeah. I mean, it it shouldn't be like everyone carpool. Mm -hmm. But But, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, here's my, you know, I'm a diehard Tesla fan. I love Teslas. I want one. Um, If they make a truck, I'll definitely buy one eventually if they're not too crazy expensive. Um, But... The reality is why, I mean, I don't see why we'd have an aversion to getting off of gas at combustion engines. I mean, it's a, it's a technology that's old, that's not as efficient. You get more torque. You get, there's a lot of good to going to electric. Right, but where does electricity come from? Okay, but here's coal, the thing. Yes. Coal is much more pollutive than That's gasoline. true. And I, here's my point. Okay, so uh, here's why I'm a little bit pro-green. I'm not like, you know, like... Beat my, you know, beat my chest. Like, let's go out and let's save the trees. You know, I, mean, I do think we, you know, don't cut down trees if you don't have to. But, yeah. but, but here's my perspective on it. So, like, um, so as we get more and more power that comes from solar, wind, and um, and um, 
hydroelectric. Yep, that's mm-hmm. the I think that's the big ones. Um, so we get more that come from those. Now, right now, the big thing people say is that okay, say you make a um, what's it called a wind a wind turbine mm-hmm. that it will never uh, achieve the um, the amount of it will never save as much as it costs to make it. And just like travel, commuting, doing all that stuff. But here's my perspective. And this is why I'm like, I don't, I agree and I disagree with that. That one machine can probably never make enough. But if you start doing that, and as they make more, and that as more, as the next generation of green energy is made by green energy, even though the first, the first, it's like the first, um, the first section of a product, right? If you put a first iPhone, it's usually more expensive. And then, except because it's Apple, it doesn't. But as you get technology becomes less and less expensive to now, what was revolutionary in 2006. When the iPhone came out, you can get for free from most carriers because it's basically they can throw it away essentially because they cost so little now. Right. So as you do more solar, wind, and, and you know, and, and, um, and hydroelectric power, even though the first, second, third generations they may not be as efficient and they may come from not always the best sources, as they come further down the line, you will get to where it becomes have a, having a, a positive footprint. Right. Um. I'll agree with solar on that aspect. Um, mm-hmm. Solar is rapidly growing. It's mm-hmm. getting um, it, huge, huge steps and advances. Um, I can definitely see solar being one. Um, the downside to that is when it's cloudy, they don't work. Um, mm-hmm. We drove how many hours through Kansas? Yep, we saw a lot of windmills. Uh, windmills. About yeah. on repeat every three hours. Right, and like half of them weren't working. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of wind energy. I can agree with that. I'm not going to say it's my favorite. Yeah. They look pretty, but you know. Hydroelectric, been around a long time, works mm-hmm. for you. You just got to yep. have a dam. So it's true. And it's, I don't know. You just, as long as we don't go nuclear, because there's still, Fukushima is still churning in the ocean and pumping out radioactive waste. Oh, yeah. Then it's not on the news, but it's still there. It's old news now. Yeah. It's, it's basically like a Chernobyl, except in the Pacific. Yeah. So, so we just have fish with three eyeballs, yeah. and, you know, <laughs> squid with 27 legs. So that's, um, that's, that's probably my only th- downside to green energy yeah. is when we're when we're searching for these alternatives we don't want to make a monster that's worse oh i agree with you completely my thought process is like so this is my new dream i think we, i don't know if we talked about this last week on the podcast or not so i have a i know we talked about it i just can't remember if it was here but i want to i made my decision my dream home is a self-sustaining home now let me explain that because All right. the reason i like this is because i like not to have to owe anybody anything Right. So if it's my own, like, I mean, the thought, like, uh, Willard, the power goes out, I'm out, you're, you just got to wait till somebody comes and fixes right. it. You know, you're, something happens, we're so dependent upon other people, I would love the thought of just, like, I don't have to worry about that. Like, I have an electric car, so I charge my car, I don't go to a gas station, and I, that, that power is driven off my solar, pa- my solar panels. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the thought of being virtually completely autonomous myself and not having to worry about anybody else. And I can just take care of mine and me and mine. And like, I want like a house that is like, um, like fits into the environment too. Not because like, I'm like, once again, not because I'm a green, I just like the way they look. I like the style of architecture. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think they're cool. So where's your internet going to come from? Well, that just needs electricity. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 no. Here's the thing. We can talk about this too. <laughs> you just got me on a whole different subject. So 5g is getting ready to come out. Do you know how fast 5g is going to be? Gigabits per second. Really? I mean, like, and this is like, it's coming. This, like, I think by 2020, it'll be, com- it'll be getting rolled out. Now, it'll take a while for it to get to spots like Willard because they have to redo everything. Like, it's, right. a, it's a new system. So, who knows? But when that comes around, when that finally makes it to us, you don't, I mean, the way of the old wire, you don't need it anymore. Wireless will be more efficient. It'll be better running. And you just. Even better than fiber? Fi- okay. Yeah. I mean, I, okay. I, I can't say it definitively. Um, I mean, I guess fiber would be, I mean, a, netted, a network connection is always faster. But there's that whole point, too, of when is fast enough, fast enough. Right. You know what I'm Never. saying? Well, <laughs> it, well, I mean, and, and the, th- the thing that happens with technology is that it keeps getting bigger. So there needs more computing power to do the more, with the more capacity we get, the more we do with different things. That we need more power than to do the new things that we got. Right. Right. But as far as, like, opening a web page, when is fast enough, fast enough. Instance about it. Yeah. But web pages are getting larger and more. It's true. You know, more data to open. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's going to be a never ending struggle, I feel like. It definitely will. There will always be faster and faster internet. But I mean, no, no doubt wireless is where it's coming. But even then, they could do a. It, you could do something like where it's a 
you know, a, t- a compressed signal that comes to your, like a, t- a more powerful signal that comes to your, your modem essentially, or your router box. And then right. that is dispersed and it's, and you can have a wired connection to that where maybe iPhones or something. I don't know. I don't know how the, t- I'm not a, uh, that, that nerdy. So I, don't, I only know what I've read or listened to videos about, but I, I mean, at that point you don't even, as long as you got like, you know, a connection to a cellular, you're good. Mm-hmm. So cool. I don't know. That's my thought. Not because I'm like a green, you know, diehard. It's just I think it's cool. And I like I love the architecture. When you see those houses that like fit into the like you come in, like I saw one where they built it around these like 400 year old trees, and like mm-hmm. like the, the it's like this neat. It's on Netflix. It's called Extreme Homes. It's pretty cool. Um, and uh, they do a lot of these little things. I'm just like, that's cool. I've always liked that. I have this secret dream too of like. I want somewhere no one can find me. Like, I want like a secret room behind a bookshelf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or just a, a a secret place. Like, I'm secretly an introvert, Tristan. No way. I mean, you know, borderline. So but yeah, you're like bat cave, flip up a statue head, and push a red button. No one knows where I am. Slide down a pole. Probably not the sliding part. <laughs> I'll take an escalator. Take an escalator. Yeah. Or elevator. <laughs> an elevator down. Yeah. I like the escalator personally. Escalators are pretty fun. Uh, you know. Until you get to the bottom and it sucks you in. That That's was, true. Like, that, that would that not was one be of my fears as a child. Yeah. Mine was also grates as a kid. You know, when you walk over the grates <laughs> in the city or something, I'd be like, I'm not yeah. stepping over that hole. That were no, no way I'm diving in that thing. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, uh, I, I do. I like the thought of just like, a, just like, because like when I'm, a, I, I like to find just moments of solitude. Like, uh, like last night after youth, I just had the second, everybody was starting to leave and I was like, you know, I just need a second. So I just went and sat in my office and nobody knew I was in there for just a second. And I was just able to like recharge for just a brief second and then go back out and nobody, it was like two minutes. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you have to have those moments of recharge and there's something about like, no one knows I'm here mm-hmm. and this is great. And yeah. if they came looking for me, they're not going to look here. <laughs> and like, you know, it's just, a, you know, they would have looked at my office, but it was just, you know, there are those moments in time. I, I just, I would really like that. Mm-hmm. Just, even now, it's like, ah, oh, it relaxes me. Mm-hmm. You know? Pattern like it's like, can't mm-hmm. see me. Huh? Like you're at Walmart and Walmart's crazy and you find an aisle that no one ever goes down. You're like, I can just sit here for hours and not have to see any people. Even though I'm at Walmart, that's that's weird. But you know, <laughs> when you're when your mom shops a lot as a kid and you used to like, I was like wander around the store. Do you, you remember that challenge a little while back where people would literally go in and where the toilet paper is and paper uh-huh. towels? They would build a fort and, he, and stay overnight he, in Walmart. That is pretty dope. <laughs> I always wanted to do that. I, I am don't too know large. why, but it would be fun. And then somebody pulls off it, they're like a big roll of bounty. You're just like, it's <laughs> just there. Yeah, you're like, put that back. Just this blood screaming <laughs> scream. Just runs out of the I, one time we were leaving. Uh, we were leaving Walmart. I think it was, and our other car had like a like you know like new cars have the, like the, the slow hatch that comes up. Mm-hmm. Our one's like boom. And so I was just walking. This girl was walking by. They were talking like it was a group of people, and I wasn't thinking about. It. I just pressed the button as they walked by, and it went whoop. And the girl just freaks out. I mean, just loses her mind. It was hysterical. So you know, you know I also like scaring people a lot. <laughs> yes, and your dog. Oh, I scare Reggie all the time. If you don't know about my dog Reggie, he's he's annoying, um, and I scare him a lot. He's cute, but you know, yeah. he makes me mad sometimes. But yeah, scaring is fun. Scaring is fun. See, I wish our church was more set for grog because I love grog. I know. Basically, we just have like two hallways with windows. Mm-hmm. Really hard to hide. And they're all on one side. And none of the rooms are connected. Right. So you can't. And like you come up any door stairwell, it's just like there he is. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, well that kind of defeats the purpose of me scaring you. Yes. And the because I'm slow, so my 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 mode of catching people is not speed; it's fear. <laughs> and I am very sneaky for a large person. I will give you that because we were at LTC, lead the cause. <laughs> yes, and he had like towel whipped us for like an hour, an hour. So, okay, so much so that Ethan had locked himself in a room. It wasn't an hour; it was a couple minutes. But it yeah. felt like an hour. Yeah, you know, and. I'm really good at it. We were, he was like locked in a room, and we were locked in another room, and we hear the door open, and I'm like, he's gone. He must have went, you know, got bored or whatever, because we were in the room for a little bit. And we come out, and we're all milling around, and all of a sudden we hear something. You know, this has been like a good 20 minutes. I'm yep. like, man, he's, where's he at? <laughs> and all of a sudden we hear, I hear like this creak in the floor behind us, and... Here's Dan in the apartment. He never left. He was hiding in the back room. It was like, oh my gosh. I love to get people. Like, it is so funny. Now, granted, it was a war. There was there was retaliation going on. But yes. uh, I just no one's as good as I am at it. Um, yeah, well, you got like 
ten foot wingspan. And well, again, you're no. really good with. It's all about the wrist, though. It's all about the wrist. You just got to slap it. <laughs> and yep, you know when you take a chunk of skin out, that's when you know you're good. <laughs> yeah, bleeding. Not a kid. Towel. That wasn't a kid here. That was back when I was younger. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> I, t- I literally took a chunk of the guy's. <laughs> it was like a huge chunk, but literally tore it. Like it was like back. It was like a, that chunk of his skin came off. <laughs> That's but, brutal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so yeah, I, I do. I'm very, I'm pretty sneaky. What you heard was not the floor creaking. That was my ankle popping. <laughs> Your ankle popping. <laughs> like, a little WD-40 there or something. Yeah, something. I mean, I don't, if I, that's the only problem is I'm, I have to be around some sort of noise because I, I, I pop or something pops all the time when I'm moving. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I used to scare Judah. She gets mad at me. So I don't scare her anymore. So I scare Reggie. Uh, one of the funniest times was when I, I backed him up into a corner and I, well, not backed him. I like, I kept scaring him and he would chase me. He was having fun. Like I'd scare him and he'd run after me and then he'd get scared. He'd run back because I had all the lights off in the other part of the house. And so he kept coming over um, towards a, our bedroom. So I'd scare him. I'd run back in and every time I'd move places, but he would go look where I last was and like stop. And so then eventually I got all the way up on our counter. We have a little island counter and I'm laying on the counter as he comes by and he begins walking around the kitchen trying to find me. And I waited. Like I, it, there's something about the, they, they don't know I'm here. The ones, like, and I can, I like, and just like, and then just like scaring at the perfect moment when they've been there. Like one time during Grog, I had uh, like a, like a Reaper costume. So like my face was blacked out, but I had glowing red eyes that I could turn on at will. And so I was in this pitch black room with no windows in our old church, my dad's church now. And it was our nursery. And so it fed through so I could scare people on both sides, but they, I was real. I sat in there a lot, but they're in there looking for the pieces and they're, they're shuffling through and it's pitch black. And all of a sudden they're all sitting there go, okay, where's Dan? And then I just slowly turned on the eyes and it took them a good five or six seconds just, and they go, what are those? <laughs> they just took off running, man. It's so, oh, I went, those glasses broke. I was so sad. Oh, it was so funny. Scaring people's fun, bro. Yeah, dude. I was, there was one time Romans and Christians back when I was, I was like a freshman in high school. And we were playing, and you know, there were the libraries now. Mm-hmm. It used to be the, like the ta- the, the baby, baby nursery. So it had okay. all the, the cribs in it and everything. Well, they'd pick that as the jail. And you know, there's those, the split door. Uh-huh. And it opens up. There's a corner there. You can hide, even a fairly big person back there. And I'll test that. No, I, I was. I hid there before they knew it was the jail. And oh, I'm in there, and all of a sudden they bring two people to jail, and close the door. And it. I didn't even do anything. I was just sitting there. And those two. There was a girl and a guy. They. The guy screamed higher than the girl did. And so then I got caught because you know. Because I knew you were in yeah, there. Yeah. It was just like. That's uh, funny. Yeah. Scaring people is the best, bro. Yeah, this was fun. Um, I tell you what crazy story that I, I, was, I was doing a little search for extra stuff to talk about today. Right. You know, getting my stories together. And there was this woman in India, Tristan. This is like, this is one, this is one mean girl. Like, she is not mean. Like, 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 she's like a tough girl, apparently. She has a tiger attempt to attack her. Bloodies her face. She fights this thing off with a stick. A stick. Yeah. And then she turns around and she takes a selfie as it walks away. What? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, what in the world? I knew this thing was going to come in handy. Like, I'll show you. I'll link it in the description so everybody else can see it. Let me see. I, there was a picture of her. Oh, uh, I didn't have the picture in this article of it. Oh, where's the uh, Where's the picture at? That is crazy. She legit, like, her face is, like, bloodied. I mean, she got, she, this thing was going at her. And she just, calm, like, okay, follow the tiger. What's up? That's not an Indian it's, accent, it, but, you know. It's just like the <laughs> That was a really bad Indian accent. It was. That was more like, I don't know what that was. Some country in the world that is combined with another country. Yes, like all of them. All it's of like them all the languages it's combined. It's a melting yeah. pot. Think about that right now. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a picture floating around on the internet of like this camel that's swallowing a baby's head. And it's like, uh, A, save my baby. B, take a picture of my baby being eaten by a camel. And it's like... it's Cut the like, camel's head off before it gets my baby's <laughs> head off. <laughs> Seriously. So it's, think about this. You just been attacked by a tiger, and you selfie with it. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that comes to your mind. I mean, I mean, you're like, I just beat a tiger. Nobody's gonna believe <laughs> no this. Gonna believe <laughs> I better document <laughs> it. What up, tiger? I pass out from blood loss. Uh, take the selfie. Hashtag call nine one one. Whatever it is in Hindi. <laughs> oh my god! Someone call the Americans. 
Dude, that was I have a bad Indian accent too. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't even what uh, in, in Indian. I don't even know. I don't even know how I could do an Indian accent. Hello, no, that's not. <laughs> no, no. Just nope. stop. We're gonna edit this out. Yep, it'll still be it's there. Still I can't need. help it. Uh, but yeah. So I don't know, bro. We went to our zoo. Well, you know, Springfield Zoo is not half bad. No, it's not There's bad. There's some good stuff in there. The, the, the hippos were pretty much just chilling out, so we didn't really get to see much of them. But they had quite a few fun things in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of birds. These monkeys, they were these little tiny squirrel-like sized monkeys. My favorite thing in the thing. Yeah. They were so cute. And otters. Man, otters are just the cutest animals, I think. Otters are the bomb. You, now they have otters, which I know they had them before, but I never got to go to the wildlife thing that uh, at Bass Pro. Oh, right. There's a giant aquarium slash wildlife thing, and they have otters in there, and then now they have penguins. I need to see the penguins. That's crazy. Johnny Morris has to have everything, doesn't he? Well, I mean, we got that much money. I mean, and you're a private company on top of that. Probably kind of private, like, I don't know why I said it like that, but yeah. He he has a, I mean, they just bought Cabela's for like $5 billion. Oh, yeah. So. Wow, the competition. Might as well. Might as well. Got the money. So, but yeah, so. I don't know. Have you, have you been to the new since they redid it? Have you I been over not. there? I need to really bad. It's, it's pretty. It's expensive. Yeah, I know. It, but it's been one of those like worth it once, mm-hmm. probably. You know. And then it. yeah, with little kids or something that our family comes in, that's worth it. It's, it was like eighty. It's it's like it's like what's it like eighty bucks a person to go through both For sides. Both sides of it. Yeah. I think it's like forty each. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's forty. Uh, maybe it's twenty and twenty. I can't remember. But it's exp- I can't remember exactly. But it's pricey. Yeah. But it's worth it definitely to go through one time. If you have kids to do the season pass thing, I mean it's expensive. It's like three hundred bucks, but little boys and stuff loved it. We'll call that stuff. It'd be cool. It was a cool place. It was. So Tristan, um, I know we've talked about this and you're, you're not a diehard fast and the furious fan, are you? But you like them. Yeah. I'm the same way. I definitely like, they're getting more and more ridiculous. Like, uh, yeah. Vin Diesel, uh, is somehow the world's greatest super spy, even though he's, he's guy from like that races cars and, Mm -hmm. you know, wasn't even good at it. I mean, he was good at racing cars, but he wasn't like a good, Criminal because yeah. they found him pretty easily. Yes, it's but like now you stole some TVs and they found you. They and then <laughs> and then 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 you somehow convinced the FBI agent to be your bro because I lost the car but I gained the man. Um, that was a great line. <laughs> you remember that line? Yes, yeah, yeah. Throwback. Um, Tuna, no crust. Yeah, you somehow convinced this this a this this cop or was the FBI? Or, I think it was cop just at that point. LA, I think it was LAPD. Um, to somehow just um become your friend and let you go. That's the only reason you escaped, because he had you. Mm-hmm. It's just like... But now, did you know there's trouble in the Fast family? Oh, that's just a given. The, okay, so have you heard about all this stuff, how The Rock and uh, du- and uh, Vin Diesel like hate each other? I, yeah, a little bit. They do. <laughs> pretty, pretty passionately, actually. So they apparently had like several fights and stuff, and uh, people were talking about they had like a scene between him and and Vin Diesel, and they were talking about how uh, people, I guess, noticed that the editing, like you couldn't tell that they were actually in the same room. He's like, no, no, we didn't film a single scene together. If we're together, they they made that look that way. We weren't actually we didn't film once together on the whole entire set. Of That's that. crazy. And then so The Rock does this uh, this interview with um, is it Rolling Stones? Who is it here? Yeah, uh, Rolling Stones for a, the a May cover story. And he talks about this and just basically says like he goes into whole detail about how like him and uh, Vin Diesel have a very different core difference at looking at things. And then tries to say how, like he's not sure if he's even going to be in Fast. Is it Fast Nine or Fast Ten? What is what is the ones coming out? Nine. Is it nine? I thought we already had eight and nine though. I think we only have eight. I mean, I don't know. I don't remember. There's, There's so, too so many, many of them, of them. and they just need to go away. But like, um, but yeah. So he said he's not sure he's going to be in the next installment due out in 2019. He's working hard on the spinoff with Jason Statham that they're working right. on. Um, but then said, and then at the end he says, like, basically he says, like, uh, he says, right now I'm concentrating on Fast Nine. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm making the Fast and Furious Hobbs uh, and Shaw spinoff. As good as it can be, Dwayne said. I wish Diesel all the best. I harbor no ill will just because. Ju- um, I harbor no ill will there, just be just because of the clarifying we have. Actually, erase the last part about no ill will. We'll just keep it as clarity. <laughs> it's like okay, there is some distaste between there, but they make like two billion dollars. They make like a billion dollars every time they make one. So I mean, 
I'm pretty sure they can convince him with a couple reasons. Yeah, just print some money, you know. So, Cha-ching. but that's like the thing we talked about this last time in the in the in the rev- in the podcast. We talked about how there is a. Um, there's just, I mean, they, they just, are, I'm getting tired of all the duplicates, all these sequels that are just, they're no longer fun or exciting. They're no longer, um, they're no longer even like remote. They're, they're losing their entertainment value to the court because they, you just know what's going to happen before it even starts. Right. It's just the same movie. It's like, mm-hmm. didn't I just watch this like two movies ago? I mean, we just covered all this stuff. Yep. And, and like, I, expect, I think the Fast and Furious franchise is one of those ones that's extremely bloated and just needs to go to the wayside. Same with Transformers. Transformers. And one, Tristan, that was not even out yet that is already too bloated. Do you remember Avatar? Yeah. Do you realize they're making four sequels? What? They're shooting them in succession to four? each other? The, how can you... How, <laughs> sorry. How can you make four more of those? <laughs> It's still thing. peaking. I'm going back over here. How can you make four more? It's still peaking. <laughs> okay, we're good. I'll let it go. Yeah, I know. Okay, so so it was initially just supposed to be Avatar 2, and then James Cameron's like, I want more. And so they they go ahead and they're like, okay, well, then we'll green light a trilogy, right? And then he's like, well, we started writing and I overwrote and then my writers overwrote. So one of the movies kind of just cloned itself. So now we have four that we're shooting all before they come out with a combined budget of a billion dollars. For three, for three movies? That's not terrible. Okay, no, 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 no. Okay, so... <laughs> Granted, they all make $2.8 billion with the first one made, which is the biggest movie of all time by like a long shot. But you're talking, you know, most of your big budget films are maybe two, $300 million. I mean, those are massive movies. Like The right. Avengers is like, and that's large because they pay Robert Downey Jr. so cut and pick him up to be Iron Man, right. you know? But like, I think it was, um, like Logan was made with a $90 million budget, um, it may even been less than that, actually. Uh, and, and a lot of your other movies are made with, like, maybe $110 million budget. It's a pretty mm-hmm. normal movie. And you're talking, you could make almost 10 of those movies for... The price of three of... Four, well, four, four, but yeah. avatars. That's... And are you beckoning? Have you been just sitting back here just clamoring for an Avatar movie? No, the first one could have ended at all. I've been fine. Well, the first one was cool just because of what it looked like. I mean, it was cool. It was the first big special effects movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not special effects. Um, not that. That's not true. But uh, it was the first big uh, 3D and everything where it was actually like actually added something to the story. I remember watching it and like, whoa. I went and saw it multiple times just because of that. Not because the story was any good. Now, they're saying they're, gonna, they're working on There's a rumor that he's working on a 3D. You don't have to wear glasses for, though. Now that could be cool. Yeah, if they actually get pull that off and it looks good, yeah, that would be good. So there was I read I heard a story about a guy who was like a big inventor who invented like tons of stuff um, throughout like for different companies and stuff. And he actually back in like the forties or fifties made three D you didn't have to wear glasses for, but you had to sit in like the very center of the screen for it to work. If you got off left or right, it smeared. So that's why I never took off. Uh. But he made it all the way back then. He got it working where you could do 3D without glasses. So hopefully with all the technological advances we have, um, yeah, that'd be possible. But we'll see what happens. I don't want av- more avatars, if I'm being completely honest with you, though. But we're getting four. Four? I mean, why, I mean, if you, sure, why not? He's really smart, if you think about it, though. Here's why. Because he gets all this up front, he, pre- he shot them all one after another. So they have to put them out because they've already spent the money on them. Mm-hmm. Even to recoup any of their money. I mean, if the first one makes a billion, the next one, at least they, you know I mean, they can make back a little bit of their money. So right. we're going to see him. So, um, and also in more Facebook drama, do you hear about the next, now Facebook's next uh, eavesdropping thing that they found, people found out? No. They, it's one of the two that you used. We talked about the last podcast, Messenger. They have admitted that they scanned your Messenger con your conversations, which we kind of already could assume that. They admit that they go through, they look and see if you're in the Messenger um, violating their their content or their their community guidelines, sending so. private messages. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I scan them. Wow. But you know, I mean, pretty much every text message you send has to be scanned and put in some government base. I don't, I don't see how, I mean, database somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, definitely. I just don't see how it's not. I mean, granted, you're supposed to subpoena it or something, but I mean, you listen to like the NSA stuff with uh, what's it with that, that leaks that came out after like Snowden and stuff like that. It's like they had so much information, man, that they dug through. Oh, yeah. So. Well, and it's, computers do it for them. It's like, there's no way they can listen to everybody's phone calls at once. Whatever. I mean, I a mean, computer can. 
It can do what it can do anything. Well, they don't have to listen to everything. I mean, they can, but they can they can search a keyword, yeah, and then that's all they bit. need to do. And then if they hear, you know, I'm not gonna say words I think they would do because then we get pinned, and then all of a sudden, we're, but you know, what I'm saying so. Albuquerque, <gasps> snorkel, boom. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no. <laughs> so I I don't know. I, I I we what are we gonna do? But uh, I it was just another nostalgia of all I, this great stuff. Not surprised. Not no, surprised. Not, I mean, it's like. It, you just kind of it comes with the territory. Social media is social, mm-hmm. and everything is on there. And everything on the internet is not private, and it no. never goes away. And it's never going away. That's the other big thing. And to you, when you get something for free, and 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 I mean, let's think about this. I mean, granted, you have ads now, but Facebook is a is they they're a content company. They're they they, they that's what their business models is sell your information. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a thing that you enjoy for free. And they're they're making them they're, they're hopefully you know making your information more anonymous and whatever else and stuff. But still, it doesn't change the fact that you can't really do much about it. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't like it, don't use the platform, and that's really it. I mean, there's levels of obviously privacy that they need to let you know about. But I mean, I, I, there's a thing that came out about Twitter and how much Twitter knows about you, even if you don't have a Twitter account. They really? know so much about you. Apparently, like they have internet profiles online, and they like they it was uh they're talking about how they they know like crazy crazy amounts of information about everybody because that's how much data they've they've mined over the years that's crazy yeah i don't have a twitter account but they know i, I guarantee you they got if you type in tristan hugo you probably come up in there probably so what are you gonna do but it's going off the grid no. off the grid they can still find you yes they can uh you know uh, many have tried many have failed <laughs> but i don't know man so I'm just, you know, I'm in this weird spot right now, just spiritually, you know, with uh, trying to just perceive all that God is doing around us, you know. Yeah. It's difficult to step back and um, it's difficult to step back and, and separate yourself from a situation that you, you're so passionate about and understand it's, a, it's, above, your, it's, a, it's above your pay grade, if you mm-hmm. will. You know, I look at our... Like students, so you know we're involved with student ministry, and we have great students in our student ministry. I'm not trying to say that, but you know, you desire as a youth pastor to equip and train kids to become more and more and become great godly people mm-hmm. as they get older. Um, but it's so out of your power, you know. Yeah, and coming to terms with that, and kind of being like, well, there's nothing I can't backed off. Did mm-hmm. it still pick me up? No, you're okay. good. I was just I was making sure we weren't stopping. Good. Um, so I mean, and like you say, I mean. We can't, obviously we can't save people. Mm-hmm. And and more than that, we can't make people step up um, no. in their lives. Um, I mean, it just happens through prayer and for uh, through intercession. But um, having to come to grips with that and be like, and, se- and accept it, yep. that's what sucks. Yeah, coming to grips with it. And then like, you know, and the reality of it too is just that, yeah, like you, you can't, you can't make people come to the conclusion you want them to. Right. And then not that we would, I would want to force anybody. You know, we were doing last night, we're talking about, um, we were talking about Adam and Eve a little bit and the original sin. Right. And I, and as I was preparing that lesson, one of the things that really overwhelmed my heart was I began to think about, you know, why did God put the tree of good and evil in there? You know, like why, why did he allow that to be there? But you know, as I thought about it more, what overwhelmed me was like, you know, God gave them all these, uh, the, the perfect situation. I mean, every, I mean, downright perfect, but they had to choose to stay there. Mm-hmm. They had to choose to listen and to want to be there. And they chose that they wanted more, mm-hmm. even though they got less for it. Right. You know? I mean, yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's the, that's the dynamic that really everyone mm-hmm. talks about. It's like, if God loves you or loves us, why does he allow bad things to happen? Well, it, it goes right back to the garden. Mm-hmm. It's like you have if it, if we don't have a choice, there's no free will, Mm-mm. and unfortunately, free will affects all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, it's a fallen world. God's not going to force someone not to murder someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just that's it, it, an extreme example, but it's kind of the direction I'm trying to want to go with that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it would have been a lot easier if it, we didn't have another choice. Mm-hmm. But it's so much more. What's the right word? Uh, special is not it, but that's the only one that comes to mind. It's like it's so much more special. It's mm-hmm. like you know, I love God above all this other stuff. Yep, you know, I choose I, Him above the thing which I feel like I need. You right. know, um, 
that's a challenge, I think, as youth pastors and just adults. I mean, as you know, we think about becoming, you know, parents or whatever else. Like I'm about to be a daddy, um, you know. And I think about my kids, and you, know, you think there's that point in time where you have to let your kids be your kid, be the kid, you know, just be adults. You have to let them make their own mistakes, and they're going to make mistakes. And I think that's the thing. It's it's hard to sit back as a youth pastor, for instance, and see kids go down roads that you're like, man, I know where that road leads, mm-hmm. and you're not listening to me. I've been there. Just listen to my words. Mm-hmm. And see wisdom, and we can't force them to understand that. I think that's one of the hardest things to come to grips with. Is, is I, I, especially as a preacher, I can never preach my way to a revival. Right. You know what I mean? I just can't. I can preach the best sermons in the world. Not that I do, but I'm just saying I could. Right. Uh, Tristan can attest I don't. Um, you're not bad. You're pretty good. You're pretty good. But I'm, I'm just saying, like I can't. I can't lead anybody to that point. I can't. I don't have the capability. But that's hard when it's your job. And I'd even go so far as to say you do. You lead them to that. Yeah. You, you take them right to the cliff. You know, it's like you're right here, but I can't make you take that last step. It's like I can get you all the way here. I bring them to the water and I go, taste the water, taste the water, <laughs> taste the water, taste the water. Put them under until the bubble stop. <laughs> no, no, I don't, don't do that. Trust me. Uh, but I mean, at times I feel like it because you just want these kids to get it. You just want to be like, yeah, that's what I need. And then it's like, but they got to choose it. Mm-hmm. They got to choose it. I think that's the quintessential difficulty in our churches today is, is how do we stay faithful in a world that is so unfaithful? That's the question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's an easy answer. Mm-mm. There's not. I mean, man. It's a, it's a labor of love. That's a really corny catchphrase, but... Labor of love. Um, anyway, I don't know. I just, there's a reason why um, I, I talked, I had a discipleship yesterday. One of the verses I brought up was, uh, um, it's like, my yoke, uh, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but if you notice the word he uses there, it's yoke. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's still work. It's not just like, okay, my burden's light. But there's still a burden. Yep. You know, it's like, it's still work. It talks about picking up his, your cross. Cross was not, it's like, oh, just pick up your cross. Nope. Yeah, just pick up your cross. No. It's, there's, there's more to it. And it's, it's something that we kind of got to, we got to work at it mm-hmm. constantly. Um, I think we, it's something we have to continually seek after. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, we can't get lax about it. Yep. And the church has definitely gotten, not our church, not an individual church, the church has yep. gotten lax about it as a whole. Yep. Not seeking after it anymore. Um, Absolutely. It's like, oh, I got that. I'm good. Yeah, and I think like, it's kind of like this. It's like when, as a, as a, you know, a person, there's a point in your life where you decide, I don't want the single life anymore. You know what I mean? Like I want to settle down, right? Mm-hmm. So you meet the, if you're a guy, like I met the girl, I met Judah and uh, I was ready well before I met her to settle down. But <laughs> you know, it's the point where I'm like, okay, no, no, no. This is the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. I'm ready to stop. And just, you know, I think like for a guy, sometimes you see the same thing where it's hard to, to give up the the freedom of be able to do, you know the of do whatever you want essentially and now you're 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 submitting yourself to another person mm-hmm. the same thing's true in our spiritual life is like we hit that point where we have to say I want God and I'm ready to stop chasing all these other things mm-hmm. and go for something that's true you know what I mean and then uh, I think that's the difficulty and we see the same thing happen in the church that we see in in marriages is that eventually our lust for what else we could have begins to overwhelm us and then we fail you know what I mean? And I think that's that's what's really uh, grabbing, grabbing, I'm grasping, I should say, at my heart right now is is how how do we how do we stay focused right now? And, and uh, you know, last week you talked briefly about joy in the podcast, and I think that's one of the things that I think is a constant struggle is joy in situations that are are, are lacking joy, you know, and and that don't bring us. But you know, realizing the small victories, you know. Um, and just and just remaining focused throughout that it's it's just it's abundantly difficult, you know. Um, I and I don't know how we do that short of God's grace. Right. Um, there was a quote I saw on on Facebook <laughs> uh, the other day. Facebook knows you. Saw Facebook. It too. <laughs> I know Facebook knows. But uh, well, that was a that was a tongue twister. Anyway, um, A. W. Tozer um, says when we get overwhelmed, sometimes when we get overwhelmed, we forget how big God is. Mm-hmm. Um, when I read that, I was like, man, that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And so true. It's like, you know, the world just like throws up on us all the time, just garbage. Mm-hmm. And it's enough to just, just about drive you nuts. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you, you got kids now. You've seen the new challenge. 
Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, should we say it? Throw up your nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a c word. Mm-hmm. No longer Tide Pods. Well, we should c words. Could, it's a it's it's a condom. Yeah, it's a condom. Yeah, a they snort condoms in their nose and pull them out their mouth. I've done that with Twizzlers before, but <laughs> not, not not the that. same thing. Not the same thing. No, nope. but I just like I'm totally distracted. Now. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But I mean, yeah, just when, when stuff like that yep. comes at you, it's like, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's off the wall. I wasn't expecting it. How am I supposed to prepare for something like that? And then you just got to step back and be like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to. No. It's like, God is so infinitely more. I mean, it talks about um, in Joshua 1 9, it's like, uh, be strong and courageous, for the Lord goes with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Deuteronomy, a little bit further back, um, it's Moses, Moses talking, it's like, be strong and courageous for the Lord goes before you. Mm-hmm. So God's with us now, and he's going ahead of us. Yep. And it's just, it just you got to set back and, like you said, find that peace. It's like, you know what? I don't know, mm-hmm. but God does. He's already there, and he's right here with me right now, too. And that, that, that yeah, and to have that clarity to just remain. I think we have trouble staying in a moment. I know I do. I have trouble staying in a, in a, in a, just a, a, a time because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dreamer. I mean, I don't know if you can tell by the like tons of dream I talked about you today. Uh, I, I, and I, I like to, and I, I like to think I'm a big idea guy. I'm a big picture guy. I like, and I'm not good at small picture and a lot of life is small picture. You know, you think of a big idea and then you have to think of the details of how to conduct and to build that idea out, you know? Um, and so it's hard sometimes to, stay in that moment when it's hard realizing that the reward is coming down the road. Um, I think that's a, that's a challenge of us as Christians is to sit back in a moment where we do not understand, we do not perceive, and we do not see a way out. But, you know, Paul and Silas in the, in the jail cell, they were sitting there, they began singing, because what else are we going to do? We're in a jail cell. Let's just start singing, I guess. I mean, I sing all the time. Why not? Um, you know, and, and then all of a sudden, the, the cell's open, and there's like, okay, God, what do you want us to do? And then like, you know, sure enough, this whole situation unfolds and a whole family gets saved. You know, I think that a lot of times we forget, even when we're sitting in the jail cell, God is still working something out, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, and then, you know, I don't know, I even think, I'm not trying to get too allegorical, but um, you look at even like Paul and they didn't just instantly run out as soon as the cell doors opened. They remained for a moment, you know, until mm-hmm. God used that even to do something great. So I, I just think sometimes we forget how God works, you know? And we have to remind ourselves of that. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I'm reminded of another prison story. Um, remember the one about uh, Peter? He was in prison. Oh yes. Um, and the angel, the, the there were a group of Christians that were praying, um, basically for his release. Mm-hmm. And you know they're praying. It's like you know, God, please let it break because. Peter was wrongfully put in prison, just like every every yeah. other instance. Um, and he didn't really know what was going to happen. Um, but an angel comes and basically walks him out to the gate and says, you know, go. You know, you're good. Go meet up with all your buddies. Well, Peter shows up outside, and there's a lady that was outside. Mm-hmm. And stepped out for a moment. And she saw him at the gate. Well, she freaks out. She's like, I think it was a little girl. Ghost, actually, was it a little girl? Yeah, I think it was a little girl. Like, there's a ghost of Peter outside, and so everybody's like, no, no, there's not. So they're sitting here, literally praying for something to get answered. God answers it, and they're like, no, 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 no. Because they weren't even, that wasn't even on their radar that Peter would show up. They're just thinking like the guy would be like, hey, you're okay, Peter, just go on, you know, do something. No, God literally blows the doors off. I think that's the hard thing is stepping back in moments where you just don't understand and realize that you cannot always understand how God's going to work a situation out. We we are incapable of perceiving it. And I think that's the toughness because we do, we like, we long for control in such a great way. You know, we long to be in control constantly, and and to be a follower of God is to be out of control. That's something I've. I mean, I when when you're younger, um, I talked about this a little bit yesterday too, um, with a guy. It's uh, when I was younger. When, when you're young, you think of your fears as like I'm scared of the boogeyman in the closet. I'm scared of heights, and not not saying adults don't have those fears still. But for the most part, our fears evolve. Um, mm-hmm. And for me, my fears are more along the lines of um, disappointing people, mm-hmm. um, not being there for people that I care about. I mean, for in general, people, I, I could care less what people think, but people I care about, yep. those, it's like, if I'm not, one of these, one of these days, a situation is going to arise where someone needs me mm-hmm. and I'm not good enough. You know, it's like, I cannot handle that. And that 
that's something that I wrestle with that just terrifies me. Yep. But it's at the same time, it's like, do I do I believe God wants what's best for me and you know the people I love? Do I really? Mm-hmm. Well, then I should be. It'd be like okay, you know, when that day arrives, just let him. Have, he's, he's got it. Yep. You know, but we we just we hold on to that. It's like yeah, because control. we we don't want to not be enough, but at times we are called to not be enough, mm-hmm. and because we are, we are we are not enough for situations. And I think you know, in ministry, in life, in your marriages, and your your being a parent, whatever else, whatever your job, like we will not be enough for the situation. But having that comfort in those situations to say. God is in control. It's like the tornado thing. I used to be terrified of I used to be terrified of tornadoes. So I realized, you know what? I think God's got bigger plans for me. And if it's not, it's okay. You know, I'm gonna go to heaven. So or oh end well. up in the Wizard of Oz. One of the two. <laughs> um, no. So I, I found that I, that was the way I found peace through a fear of mine as when I was younger was just I, I, I gotta have I just have to have faith because if I don't, I'm not gonna change the perception by sitting here scared about something. Right. You know? And I think finding that level of of and that's an easy situation. Because it's it's something that absolutely is out of my control. But to relinquish control is something that I feel like I have control of. That's where the true challenge comes. Yeah. Relinquishing of the weather, I can't control the weather. If I could, it'd be 70 degrees, 75 degrees all year round and sunny. Rain, especially for Young Christians Weekend. Especially for Young Christians Weekend. <laughs> Rain would just miraculously appear when I slept. It would be dry by the morning. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, but that's just not the, that's not the reality of how the world works. That's out of my control, so it's easy to step back and say, okay, let that go. But when it's my, my job, it's my life, it's my, you know, my relationships, it's my, it, that's what gets hard. Mm-hmm. And then it's what we have to decide between the fruit of basically my control, my knowledge, or understanding I'm not supposed to eat of that fruit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It goes back to that same original sin. The original sin was a, 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 a lack of contentment to understand that God was in control and that God would give you whatever you needed. You know, that's an interesting... I just, just made this parallel in my head. Um, you know, it talks about the knowledge of, uh, of good, a tree of knowledge of good and evil. Mm-hmm. Um, Proverbs 9.10, it says, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, or yep. the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding, or something along those lines. Um, it's like, you know, they, they literally walked with knowledge. Mm-hmm. They walked with wisdom, but they went for that other thing. Mm-hmm. Because it could be theirs, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like... I don't know. It's, we do the same thing every day. We do. We do. We we surrender that. I mean, the the, the desire of just the, that that extra bit to be just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It'll make you like God, mm-hmm. is what Satan said. You know what I mean? And, and the reality was, it just made you realize all the the bad. You know, it made, it took off your naive you know the naiveness of understanding that you know it's like that when you're a child and you know your your mom or your dad has you and you're, you feel safe. You know, the rest of the world could be crazy, but at that moment, you don't care, because all that's here is just me and this, this situation. Mm-hmm. And um, that's what we luck, what we lost. And, you know, I think, I always tell kids, I said, if we want to look back at what the perfect relationship was, that was when we walked, that's when Adam and Eve, they would walk daily with God in the cool of the morning. Mm-hmm. That's what we should be getting back to in our lives. Yeah. Walk with God daily. You know, it may look different because of our flesh, but that's got to be where we go to again. Yeah. So... I think that's the answer. That's probably the easiest answer. It's easy. It's like how do how do we get? Yeah, and then the, do, it's easy, but it's hard. That's how do we get back to it? Yep, that's the that's the thing about. I always tell people it's like to to understand what God wants, to understand the answers to our questions. Those are find the answers easy. That's not hard. You don't. I mean, look at life. Look at the situation, the status of our world, and you can pretty much be like, okay, yeah, I, I can see. And you know. The issue is whenever it says putting it into practice, it's like I can understand how to be a world championship weightlifter, mm-hmm. lift a lot of weights, <laughs> practice, for, do all of that, and then you know eventually hopefully you can get there, right? To just put my mind to it, but to do it, to go out and actually do that, that's a totally different <laughs> ball game. You know, it's like uh, you know, so it's just we have to step back and realize that's the situation in our lives is you know people want these great answers. They want people to come in and be their guru and say, "Here's what you do to follow Christ, and you'll be perfect." <laughs> Not how it works. It's easy to tell you what you got to do. It's just it's, it's it, it, you and Satan are your enemy. You know, fighting against yourself. Mm-hmm. The war with the flesh. Yep. Well, Tristan, we are at 
59 minutes and 56 seconds right now. So I think we pretty well hit our spot. Yeah, so we did close. it. So uh, it's been a good podcast again, yeah. though. And I, I enjoy some good conversations, some good topics of discussion. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back again. Hopefully next week, Lord willing. Yeah, so I'll be more prepared for global warming questions. There we go. And stuff like I that, mean, you so. basically you need to just brush up on all current events everywhere, <laughs> historical also. Basically, just know everything about everything, at least in some small pattern, and we'll be okay. Don't yeah. worry, because I have the internet on my side. You can bring a laptop too if you want to, like you know. We have a tiny table. I'll get a bigger table, a Tristan. Bigger sure. Maybe we could like hold that table and then like I don't know. That wouldn't really work that well. I don't know. Here's the thing I was gonna run by you too. Do we want them? To like put comments down below of topics they want. Oh, to absolutely! Oh, I meant to say that actually. I think you remind me. I was yeah. thinking about that earlier too. Yeah. So comment down below with ideas you have. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us discuss, or you know you would like to add to one of our discussion questions, comment down below with any of those things. You can always tweet me. Um, also at Daniel underscore Gibson MM uh, for Multiply Media. Um, so comment down there. You can tweet me or Instagram me or wherever else. Uh, I'm found in all those places. Tristan's just on Facebook, so he probably won't add you because um, you don't know who you are. But you can like us on MultiplyMedia.com. You know, so... Uh, yeah, so with that said, guys, uh, I really appreciate you checking out the podcast. Tristan, I appreciate you coming on with me today and uh, joining the conversation. And hopefully, I'm actually looking, I think we're hopefully going to add at least one more microphone to the podcast, maybe two more. Cool. If we can get people who do it with us regularly. I think it'd be cool, more discussion, just more, mm -hmm. keep adding on. So uh, I'll figure out some camera angles and stuff like that. But I think it's going to be cool. I think it's going to be dope. So. Uh, more of that to come, but in the meantime, it'll still be me and you know Tristan. I actually am looking at. Um, I'm gonna do a podcast in uh, be like the a few weeks from now with a bunch of youth pastors from that are got, uh, also in the gospel advancing uh, stuff that I do. So I'm excited for that. And so we got a lot of cool stuff coming. So make sure you subscribe to the channel so that make sure you get to see all those things. Uh, if you follow us on, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, make sure you subscribe to the SoundCloud, everything like that. And then more places. Uh, iTunes is in. Uh, uh, transit. We're trying. We're we're up for approval. We so I don't see why we won't, but we have to make sure we get approved first. So, okay. all right. Well, with that said, guys, thank you again for watching Tristan. Thank you again for joining me. My name's Dan. This is Tristan, and we will see you the next one. God bless.